0: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, now brought to you by Hotels.com. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. What a thrilling! National League wildcard game we had. Fantastic drama all the way through the game. The eighth inning, obviously, the, the highest of orders. The bottom of the eighth, what a thrilling game. Juan Soto breaking out into superstar status. But today we're going to talk about Brad Osmus. Billy Epler, Angels general manager, did talk to the media yesterday. We've got some comments from him as well as some opinions of our own. But before we get into that, I've got to remind you to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Blake Ward. Also, reminder to download today's episode or any of the episodes through the Lockdown Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the new Himalaya Podcasting app. Free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. Reminder, today's show is brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friendship, book your own through Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Let's get to the order at hand. On Monday, it was announced that the Angels had parted ways with manager Brad Osmus. They will have a new manager in 2020. That uh, new manager search will begin immediately, according to general manager Billy Epler, who said that removing Brad Osmus was a decision made after a discussion with himself, Artie Moreno, and John Carpino. Uh, He had a fantastic opening statement that I'm going to play for you right now in regards to this decision.
1: I want to thank, or I want to open, by thanking Brad Osmus for his leadership, his consistency, and his professionalism as our club navigated its most difficult season in, in many years. Brad was focused on making people around him better and was focused on creating a positive culture among the players in our clubhouse. Both objectives he succeeded at. Removing Brad, um, and as well as, as Josh Paul and, and Doug White, was not a decision that we came to lightly Uh, it was a decision that was discussed between Artie Moreno and John Carpino and me and it's what we collectively walk out of the room with Uh, I want to make it clear that Brad is not solely responsible for the results of our season the majority of our short-term acquisitions that we made this past off season did not produce to their forecast and those failures lie with me And you never want to waste the the learning and growth opportunity that comes with making mistakes. It has been a frustrating year for the organization. But even more importantly, I know it's been a frustrating year for our fans. And I feel that responsibility. Reggie Jackson once said, uh, as long as you have the bat in your hands, you can change the story. After every season, we evaluate our processes and we'll be looking carefully at those processes in order to ensure we're best positioned to take the organization where it needs to go. We're heading in the right direction as an organization, but no journey comes without growing pains and without obstacles. As for where we go from here, our search for a new manager will be getting immediately. We'll be discussing candidates with Artie and John later today.
0: So a few things to break down here. As you heard Billy Upler comment on uh, Brad Ausmus not being solely responsible for the Angels results this season. He did note that the results were a large part of why Brad Osmus was let go. But he also did take responsibility for some free agent signings that did not play to their forecast. Which I thought was a great comment on Billy Uppler's part, he does have to take that responsibility. Those are players that he brought into the organization. But he did take responsibility, did say the team is moving forward, and that's going to start immediately. Uh, John Carpino, Artie Moreno, Billy Uppler are going to come to a decision. The three of them are going to come to a decision on this. And like Billy said, this is going to be an immediate uh, decision going through a managerial uh, candidate list. Uh, and we can speculate on what this list is going to consist of, and that's part of what the show is. I've told you I don't speculate, but obviously – you know, obviously we do speculate and that's even as professionals who report strong facts in our own minds we speculate we just don't report these things so yes do i think you know hey is joe madden gonna be the next angels manager is eric chavez gonna be the next angels manager of course i think that but it doesn't mean that i'm gonna report it so you know i'm i'm more than happy to uh, share some of the thoughts that i have here and i'm going to share some opinions on what i think this candidacy list is going to be but that's not reporting that's not fact so uh, I'm kind of going out of my element here for you guys. Hope you appreciate it. Um, we are going to touch a little bit more on the second segment. Billy Upper did have comments on uh, Doug White. He also did mention if there were going to be any other uh, coaching changes, front office changes. Uh, but when it comes to this candidacy list that he's going to create, you think of internal options, right? You think of uh, Pat Rice, the pitching coach for AAA Salt Lake. Is he going to be a guy that maybe takes over for Doug White? Is Eric Chavez still a guy that – is seen as a potential manager. Obviously, Joe Madden is the big name that is involved in all of this. Uh, I will say this Billy Epler did comment on any Joe Madden rumors. He said it's day one of the offseason. We have a hiring process to go through. And someone asked him, you know, hey, now that there's a new man, they didn't, there was no names mentioned. And Billy Epler kind of did call out someone for beating around the bush. But someone asked, you know, hey, with Joe Madden hitting free agency with this move, a new manager on the market did that dictate your opinion on firing Brad Osmus Billy Upper came out very clearly said no Joe you know there was no new managerial candidate on the open market that led us to this decision our decision was made well before the decision was made on Monday so and that brings us back to that Ken Rosenthal article from a few weeks ago uh, mentioning that the Angels might part ways with uh, Brad Osmus so yes Joe Madden Eric Chavez uh darren erstad all these things they run through my mind too of course they do but it's not reporting those guys are not on the candidacy list because the candidacy list hasn't even been created maybe it has as of uh last night because billy epler Artie moreno and john carpino met but no i don't have that candidacy list in my hand right now i don't have that uh and i'd love heck i'd love to have it it'd be awesome to see this list Uh, but I don't. So we do not know who the next Angels manager is going to be. We can uh, speculate. We can assume things, or not assume, that's a poor word. That is the word I want to avoid. Uh, We are not assuming that a certain man is going to take over the helm, but we can think, you know, hey, Joe Madden, Eric Chavez, uh, multiple guys on the market, Clint Hurdle, heck yeah, Clint Hurdle's the man, Andy Green, all these guys because they're available. It's the same way that we're going to speculate saying, "Hey, the Angels could sign Garrett Cole." Garrett Cole might resign with the Astros before even hitting free agency. We don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm opening up my I'm I'm opening up my mind as well. And yes, do I think that Joe Mann is a candidate? I'm sure he will be, but that's not a fact yet. So, uh, I thought Billy Epler did a great job with parting ways with Brad Osmus. I feel that he complimented him, owned up to Billy owned up to his own mistakes, which is very valuable because that was a big part of what happened with the angels. The pitching market did not work. We're going to touch more on Billy Epler and the pitching market itself. Some comments about that. Um, but when it comes to this managerial search, it's not going to be something this search is going to start immediately. But we did ask, and Billy said, "This isn't going to be something that's announced in the next few days." Uh, and he he didn't mention weeks, but you know Billy Upper didn't say that tomorrow. Play, uh, manager X is going to be named manager of the Angels. It's going to take just a little bit of time, maybe not a ton of time, but a little bit of time to figure out who is the next manager for the Los Angeles Angels, and uh, it's going to be an exciting process to kind of follow. So, hope you enjoyed the first segment. We got to head to a short break. Before we do that, let's talk about breaking tea. Now, Breaking Tea is one of my favorite sponsors we've ever had. It's a t-shirt company that ties in the passion moments of sports. These passion moments happen with every team, every fan base. Breaking Tea jumps on that moment and makes t-shirts that make the moment live forever. Think about having that Juan Soto hit last night on a t-shirt forever. These are the moments that fans live for, no matter what team you cheer for. And when these moments happen, we'll be joining in Breaking Tea to make these t-shirts available to our listeners through www.breakingtea.com backslash locked on. If you want one of those Juan Soto moments to live on your shirt forever, I bet you I could call them up and say, hey, you know what? I want a Juan Soto shirt because that was an awesome moment last night, and they're going to do it. So make sure that you head over to www.breakingtea.com backslash locked on in our second segment we're going to talk a little bit more about these coaching changes the angels made as well as talk about tonight's al wild game so we hope you stay tuned after a quick word from our sponsors Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, now brought to you by Hotels.com. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. That was a John Party song. Man, a new album, his heartache medication is world-class. I love that. We're talking about the Angels' coaching changes. In our first segment, we talked about Brad Ausmus, obviously, why he was let go, kind of what's next for the Angels moving forward in this managerial search. But the Angels also did let go of bench coach Josh Paul and pitching coach Doug White. Billy Uppler did comment on why the team let go of Doug White, also did give him some compliments on improving some players. So we're going to share that audio with you right now.
1: Doug brought a tremendous amount of energy, passion, Creativity to the job, um, but ultimately, when when we sat down at the end of the year to uh, take an inventory of our uh, our personnel, um, the decision was made um, that uh, we would go in a different direction. I think there was uh, players that, that got that got better here um, under Doug's tutelage, and I think he's. Uh,
0: Once again Billy Upler is giving credit where credit is due. Doug White did improve some players this year, some pitchers while he was coaching. Billy Upler recognizing that. But it, when you look at this Angels staff, it was the uh, what was it? The third worst ERA in franchise history this year. It was very obvious that this was a problem. I don't know if Doug White was a problem, but pitching was a problem. And this is also something that Billy Upler addressed in the media, is letting us know that, yeah, he anticipates to add pitching over the offseason. And uh, I'm going to take you to what his comments are here about the offseason coming up.
1: Uh, I anticipate us adding um, adding pitching. I don't, I, I, I couldn't really forecast a number, but just with anything, um, I think we'll, we'll always be open-minded
0: to getting better. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, you know, obviously the Angels do need to add pitching. But Billy Upler is noting this. It is a a necessary thing that the Angels do add uh, starting pitching. And that starting pitching is going to be aided by a new pitching coach. Now, uh, Pat Rice is the AAA pitching coach for the Angels down there with Salt Lake Bees. When you look at his numbers in general, his statistics as a pitching staff in general... He had like a 6 ERA for the staff. It was miserable. But you have to think about the elevation of Salt Lake, the teams that they play, things like this. I think that Pat Rice is one of those guys that is an internal option that I think would be very uh, satisfying for this team. Maybe a little too similar to Doug White and – Uh, But, you know, one of those guys, just a name that you guys can start thinking on. And I'm not saying that the Angels are looking at Pat Rice as that pitching coach, but the Angels are going to need a pitching coach prior to going into this market because uh, you're going to be talking to Garrett Cole, Zach Wheeler, Hunjin Ryu, uh, Jake Odorizzi, Kyle Gibson, Michael Waka, et cetera, et cetera, and you're going to be telling them, hey, uh, we don't have a pitching coach. No, that's not going to be the case. So a, pitch, a manager is obviously the first thing that they're going to talk about. After that, you know, you're talking about a pitching coach and a bench coach. But the Angels do have to answer this pitching coach item well before they start answering any uh, pitching acquisition problems. Either way, Doug White out as pitching coach for the Angels in 2020. Uh, Josh Paul out as bench coach. And, of course, the biggest item, Brad Osmus out as manager for the Angels. They will have a new manager, new pitching coach, and new bench coach in 2020. Now, adding to this, Billy Epler did note that uh, right now they don't expect uh, any other coaching changes, any other front office changes that will be evaluated later in the year. So, if any move does happen, it will happen. You know, if any, uh, obviously they do have to hire someone, and they're going to hire someone fairly soon. Uh, but any other alternative moves won't be happening until at least mid offseason or in the offseason. Uh, So we can't expect, uh, say, you know, Sean Wooten sounds like he has job protection. A few other guys sound like they have job protection for the time being. Um, Front office members sounds like they have a job for the time being, which is a great thing. I think that the Angels front office. See, now this is where I'm going to share my opinions is uh, did I think Brad Ausmus was a good manager? I had my questions the same way that I have questions about everyone. I don't think he was a bad manager. I do heavily question his uh, usage of pitchers. I question his uh, moves that he made in-game, and these are in-game moves. That's something that you can direct at a manager. But with the way that baseball is oriented now, the front office makes a lot of these decisions, such as taking a pitcher out the third time through the order. And you guys know my opinion on that. I think pitchers should be developed to do that. That's not the case anymore in new baseball um so yeah do i think that brad osmus got a, a tough gig no i i think that the results kind of stand for themselves i think that brad osmus is a great guy but i didn't think that he was that great of a manager this year uh when it comes down to it i don't think he was a bad manager just not a good manager i do think his leadership qualities that were noted in the billy epler's opening statement are something of importance when you go through what the angels did this year Having someone that's been there as a player that is an older example for you, Albert Pujols is a great example of this, but Brad Osmus lost teammates to death, and he helped that uh, that clubhouse. It was a very vital thing for that clubhouse to have Brad Osmus there helping them get through the loss of Tyler Skaggs. I think that was his most important asset this year, which kind of says something about his managerial item. It, maybe he wasn't the best guy to be the manager. I I do get I did get to know Brad Osmus when he was in the front office a little bit better than uh, when he was a manager. I thought he did great as a front office manager. I would love to see him come back as an assistant to Billy Epler. I don't know if that will be the case. I don't believe it will be. Uh, just sometimes you get a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth when you're fired. And like I said, I'm this you know this could could not happen. I don't know. Um, I think Brad Ausmus does a great job with the front office. I think he does a great job with the development staff and talking to players. I love that he was out there with his players, catching bullpens. He was very active with his players, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, When it came to managerial decisions in-game, I wasn't the biggest fan. Now, as for Doug White, I didn't see the changes, but I feel like you need more than a year to really see the changes there was cam bedrosian of course who he moved back throwing 90 feet with his slider as opposed to 60 feet which did improve his slider uh there was a lot of guys that it was little things like that it was little things that detailed things that you don't know about and i don't know about that i thought really were standouts when it came to uh what doug white did um josh paul i I don't, I don't have an opinion on that whatsoever. Uh, as for a bench coach, you know, it's – bench coach is a hard position to understand for someone that's not in the dugout, not really reeling in that kind of item. So I don't really have an opinion on that sake. Uh, as for Doug White, the results kind of express themselves. Uh, the pitching staff did not do very well. Um, whether that is on Doug White or the lack of talent in general, that is kind of to remain to be seen, and maybe we'll see that next year. Um, but regardless, Doug White out, Brad Osmus out, Josh Paul out. I want to wish them the best. All treated me fantastic. Doug White in particular, a great guy. Brad Osmus, I can't say enough about Brad Osmus as a guy, fantastic guy. Josh Paul is great with us. Uh, so all the best to them, but they are out as uh, coach. There's it's going to be an entirely new coaching staff at the top there when it comes to the manager, the bench coach, the two highest archies when it comes to this coaching staff as well as a pitching coach who may be your most important asset uh, because, you know, hitting is a challenge. Hitting's tough, but having a pitching coach when you have pitching problems, that can make or break a season. Before we close out the show, I do want to talk about the National League wildcard game. I said I was going to talk about the American League wildcard game, but I'm saving that for tomorrow because last night's game was so freaking fun. Oh my gosh, what a thrilling ride the game was that led us to this just overly dramatic eighth inning with michael a taylor ryan zimmerman um gosh i can't even think of who hit after zimmerman with that bloop uh single josh Hader, one of the best relievers in baseball taking on this young sensation 20 year old juan soto i gotta play this from tbs just i i feel like i was reeling the same way that all of us were reeling these wildcard games are so great for the game. I love these one-game elimination games. I'm gonna play this clip from last night. You've heard it, but it's worth playing again. Wide, wide, face it to right. That'll score one, that'll score two as the ball gets away from Christian and right. That's gonna score three runs and the Washington Nationals have the lead. Soto hung up they tag him out but nobody in Detroit cares incredible was that not one of the most exciting innings I, just half innings what a thrilling deal I loved that Juan Soto was Cut out because he was celebrating halfway between second and third. He was celebrating at shortstop, and it's like, dude, you still got to play the damn game. It was so much fun. I loved the Dash League Wild Card. I cannot wait for the American League Wild Card tonight. I hope you guys enjoy uh, watching the National League game last night. I hope you enjoy the AL game tonight. That's all we have for today's show. We're gonna talk more about the Wild Card game. Hopefully, it's as thrilling as it was. Uh, Last night, but we'll try and talk about it tomorrow as much as we can and have a little bit of fun. So, thanks for tuning in. Reminder to follow us on Twitter at On Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. Reminder to follow us uh, or download today's show. I apologize. Don't follow. Or you can, hey, you know what? You should follow. Subscribe to On Angels via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the New Himalaya Podcasting app. Free and easy to download through your Apple app or Google Play Store. See how I say myself there? That is a semi-pro. I'm not a pro yet. I'm a semi-pro podcaster. Reminded so, uh, reminder: today's show is brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friendship. Book your own through Hotels.com. Get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time. Same place. For Lockdown Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward. Stay nasty Anaheim. We'll see you tomorrow.